Welcome to the Skills That Sell Academy podcast. Discover the money-making skills within you and learn how others are already making it happen step-by-step. Making money online demystified. This is your host, Iris Shalev. Iris Shalev. Hello, 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 you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. This is the fifth episode of Skills Sell Academy podcast, and I couldn't be more excited to bring you Rose Mills today. She's the owner of her very own social media agency, which she actually built from scratch. So if this is something that you'd be interested in creating for yourself, you're definitely in for a treat. Today, we're going to explore the tips and tricks that actually helped Rose create the successful social media company that she's built for herself so without further ado this is the story of rose mills i like to start by saying i'm a previous corporate executive turned entrepreneur so i'm someone who had um many years of corporate experience and i was able to use that experience and really uh, use that as a a jumping off uh, point for my business. And so I'm now the founder of Rose Mills Influencer LLC, which is a uh, social media company where I primarily help super busy female entrepreneurs who are searching for ways to use social media effectively for their businesses. And one of the things that you know I really focus on and know a lot about why they want to uh, be successful at their business is because they don't feel that superstar status is important for them. What they really want to do is engage their ideal customer, uh, build community, and just really move past um, that frustrating feeling of random posting. And so understanding that that's how I um, have become successful. For me, um, really the uniqueness of what I do is that strategy is led by your story because every business has a business owner, right? A, you know, a person behind that business who, you know, much like us as entrepreneurs, as female entrepreneurs, there was a journey that got us to the point of where we are um, as small business owners. And so people are inspired by stories and they engage with stories. And so by having a social media strategy, which includes you know, developing um, your, your content, it's all led by your story. And so that's how you really start creating great content. And that's how you start engaging um, your ideal customer. Totally, totally. And there was something really interesting that you mentioned, and it's that you started off as a corporate person, right. and you made the transition to becoming your, you know, your own boss, or you know, beca- taking on that entrepreneurial journey. So, um, you know, I want to know what made you take that leap of faith in deciding to leave something that's very structured into right. something that's more, you know, your own thing. Right. Right. You- what was your aha moment or when did you realize that this is what I want to do? Like this is it. 
And you're so right. Like, you know, being in corporate for uh, the many years that I was, it was a level of comfort. Obviously, you know, you have a team of people that do all the behind the scenes work for you. And you're the one that gets to show up and, you know, do the actual um, sales and marketing and advertising for clients. And so that was pretty much my entire career. Um, you know, I started in the magazine space, I moved into digital media. And then as the landscape moved closer into or more into social media, and what that was becoming, I moved into that that space too very, very early on. Um, not sure if many people remember my space, but I was actually helping clients build strategic partnerships um, using MySpace. So that was a long time ago. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I was, I was, I, w- I loved what I was doing. I worked with very large companies, very large brands, and I was helping them create these strategic brand partnerships. Um, and at that point, you know, uh, leveraging the social media space, but it was my aha moment really came one day. And I remember this so distinctively. I was flying to San Francisco on that crack of dawn flight out of Chicago. I live in Chicago. It's a 6 a.m. flight that gets into San Francisco at 9.30 in the morning. And so I was on the flight heading to San Francisco, and I realized that it was my wedding anniversary that day. And I just sat back and thought, how many times have I really given up family events for my corporate career. And it just hit me at that moment that there were many, many times that I wasn't celebrating birthdays. I wasn't celebrating my wedding anniversary, the day that those events were happening. And I just decided at that moment, as I was flying out to meet with a very large client, that why couldn't I be someone that could do this on my own um, and be able to just create my own schedule, basically. Um, I was good at what I did, so why couldn't I do it for myself? Why should I spend you know, the, the rest of my career doing this for, uh, for a large corporation? So, um, so I decided that let me look into this and see you know, where the need exists in being able to do this because I I knew I didn't want to work with large brands like this. So I discovered that, you know, it was small business owners who don't have these huge advertising budgets that, you know, these, these large companies that I, I was working with. I mean, I'm sitting in, you know, boardrooms at Target headquarters in Minneapolis with their creative teams and they're paying my company millions of dollars to do very strategic brand partnerships with social media influencers. And, you know, and I thought small business owners need to market themselves. They don't have these huge budgets to, you know, spend on paid advertising like companies like, you know, a Target or a JCPenney or anybody else that I was working with. And so I really decided to kind of look into how small businesses can leverage the organic nature of social media. And that's when I started sort of creating this idea for my business. And, um, you know, that's how the idea was really born. And I thought, you know, thinking about who my ideal customer would be, who I wanted to work with, because, you know, you can say small businesses, but what does that really mean? 
it was really the idea of someone like me who was thinking about leaving the corporate, you know, their, her corporate career and starting her own company or that she has done that already, but she's just confused on how to leverage the organic nature of social media to market her business. And so I thought, you know, I've got such a story. I know what my story is and that's what I'm going to use to help market my business. Let me use storytelling, you know, at the heart of a social media strategy to, you know, to, to help female entrepreneurs uh, really thrive on social media uh, for their businesses. So that's how it was born. That's amazing. So your story really helped you resonate with your, your ideal client, which kind of played matchmaker a little bit into which kind of client you were trying to pursue. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I thought of, you know, sort of the struggles and challenges that I was having at the time, sort of like what led me up to the point of, you know, this decision to want to go out on my own. Um, you know, there's a lot of challenges that women that we face, whether that's in our corporate career or, you know, we are also the CEOs of our families as, as moms, you know, when we start having kids and, or there's, you know, for older women who have, you know, had to make adjustments or sort of reinvent themselves because of, you know, a loss uh, in their family, or if they become caretakers, or they've, you know, experienced a divorce. And there's this, this journey as a result that has gotten them to, you know, the point of being a small business owner and an entrepreneur. And so that story has to be told in, you know, in them being the face of their brand and their business. Totally. And when, when you started off kind of going on your own, did you start, did you decide to quit right there and then, or did you kind of make a transition and you started getting clients while you were still doing your corporate job? How did that transition happen? Right. So, you know, I was always sort of viewed in my family and among friends as the social media expert. And, you know, and, and oh, because awesome. I was, well, because I was, you know, in, I had this corporate experience, um, I would, I did not do it as a side hustle per se. I did it more as support. So I would, you know, just kind of help people and give them ideas on what they could do. Um, I really wished that I had done it as a side hustle because there are so many things that you learn in doing it as a side hustle. Um, right. You know, for, I mean, for instance, you know, you as, as a social media manager, there is so much value on being a social media manager. Um, there is so much that goes into being a social media manager. It is not something that, you know, like I said earlier, where because social media has just made it very easy for anyone to say they can do social media. There's so much that goes into being an expert on social media and the value that you provide to, you know, your client as a result really needs to be marketed that way and really needs to be priced that way. And so for me, I just kind of launched into my business because I actually had a very interesting start to my business. Um, I presented to a committee meeting at uh, a yacht club here in Chicago that uh, my husband and I are members of. And 
I was asked to join this committee meeting to talk about social media and how we could use social media to engage our current membership of this yacht club. And so I presented at the meeting and after the meeting, two gentlemen had come up to me after the meeting and, you know, wanted to work with me to help them with their social media for their business. And one of them actually hired me. um, And that's how I was able to launch my business. So I, you know, I didn't have the time to really do it as a side hustle. I just figured, okay, let me just launch and, and just, you know, start doing it. So that afforded me the opportunity to do that. So uh, sidebar, always know your pitch, like always have it ready <laughs> because you never know when you're going to have to pitch someone. It could be anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I would highly recommend that, you know, having it as a side hustle first can really um, help you capture a lot of insight on how you want to move forward with your business so that once you do launch it, you're in a better place of, of you know, knowing exactly your worth and, and your value and how to price, you know, how to price yourself as a social media manager. Um, but also too, you know, and, and funny story about, you know, this client who I launched with and was my very first client, and I'm absolutely so grateful for that, but it made me realize I knew exactly who my ideal customer was going into it. I took him as a client because I obviously wanted to get the experience. So as a side hustle, you can, you have that opportunity to get the experience and to really sort of hone in on who you want to work with, who your ideal client is and exactly what you want to do. Um, so, you know, I didn't have that opportunity cause I just launched into my business and, 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 you know, launched it with this, with this client, but it, 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 you know, it was a really positive experience, though, because I learned so much from that to the point where now my business is thriving based on that experience that I had with that very first client. I love that. Um, and I also really like that you mentioned that even though at the beginning, it wasn't really a side hustle because you weren't charging per se for your work. You right. still were working even though it was for free. And sometimes that's so on like underrated like working for free at the beginning i know it's frustrating but it just opens so many doors and you know look what happened to you in that meeting you know you were working you maybe pitched this for free you were helping them figure out a social media strategy for themselves and then inside of that room you met people that actually hired you and paid you money to handle their social media so working for free is so so important at the beginning yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Um, but also too, then, you know, you start understanding your value and your worth. And so, and it helps build your confidence so that the next time there's an opportunity, you can actually charge for it and you're exactly. going to know how much to charge for it. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, and I, and I still do, you know, the supportive nature of my business too. There's, you know, I mean, I, I have a part in my business where, you know, it's a 30 minute complimentary call. Um, and right now, especially right now with everything that's going on with COVID, there are many people that can't afford to hire somebody right now to help them with social media. But, it, you know, they're going to remember the people who were, you know, who were supportive, who wanted to help them. And so I made this a part of my business right now where I call them keep going um, complimentary calls with me to just talk about, you know, pieces of social media or parts of what they're doing that they, 
you know, need some advice and some guidance on. And so I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy to do that. So, uh, you know, I always keep that in, in my business in some way. That's wonderful. I really love that with our side hustles and with our small businesses, we can really help the community in so many different ways and shapes and forms. There's just always a way that you can contribute. And it also like, that's, that's the other side of having a side hustle besides, you know, the money that you make with it. It makes you feel more productive as a human being, like more right. capable of doing different things. Right. Right. And it, you know, it, it, absolutely builds your confidence and 100%. I think that, yeah that's like so important um you know as we become entrepreneurs because you know as i said earlier like with corporate and, and if we were if if anyone else was in you know that sort of position you had people sort of guiding you and helping you um and then you would just you know you would show up and do the piece of that process that you were really good at this you're kind of doing everything and so you know you exactly can get, you, can get a, you can get a little frustrated with that or you can start questioning you know am I really good at this is this something I should be doing um, so you know doing it as a side hustle and you know offering that support learning from that experience is going to get you to a level of comfort where you will one day know exactly who you want to work with, who that ideal customer is, so that you you will be showing up and saying no to the 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 customer or client that is not the right person you want to talk you want to work with because that is not going to bring you joy. We're here doing, you know, our business on our own. We want to be joyful at it. Um, it's why we launched into this. And so you know, that, that side hustle is really going to teach you a lot to give you that confidence on so many aspects of your business. Um, and, you know, one of them being that you're going to know exactly who you, you're going to work with, what your solution is, and why that solution is so valuable to the point that you can charge the rates that you want to charge. What differentiates a good social media manager from a bad social media manager? Right. That's, you know, that's such a, that's such a great question because, you know, there are, and I know people who have, you know, tried to do this. Um, and I, you know, I'm in Facebook groups where you see people pop in and just say, you know, I want to be a social media manager. How do I do it? Right. And, you know, and it's, there is a, a process to becoming a successful social media manager. You can't just one day say, you know, this is what I want to do. Um, you really have to understand that, um, one, that you know as much about yourself, what, why, what it is that makes you so special in being a social media manager and that no one else can do better than you. And so just by knowing that, being able to, you know, create that as the basis of your business is going to make you a successful social media manager. You're not just going to be someone who's going to show up and say, I can post your content. You're going to know exactly what, what your niche is, you know, your, your market and, and who you serve and why, what their specific problems are and why you're the best solution for them. So, you know, what you do and why you do it better than than anyone else um and then you know you will you will always be someone who is always learning 
you're never going to stop learning your craft. Um, a social media manager needs to be well-versed in all things on social media. So your days are also spent learning. You're investing in education, you're you know, reading articles, and you're participating in um, group discussions. There's always a, a piece of learning that goes into your I mean, daily, it's, it's something that I do daily. One thing I want to add to that is that when you're doing, you're becoming a social media manager, you're wearing so many different hats. Like right. it's not just that you're scheduling content because, you know, there are tools out there that you can buy for like $9 a month and you can just schedule your content out. So you're definitely not just a content scheduler. You're doing copywriting for all the right. posts. You're doing graphic design. You're doing hashtag research. You're doing market research. You're doing social listening. You got to do so many different things. So right. it really is a craft. It really is an art. It's not a matter of just sitting you know, on your computer and deciding this picture looks pretty, let's repost it because that right. strategy is not going to take you anywhere. Exactly. So, well, it's a really fun job and that's why so many people want to do it. And, and definitely if you're one of those people, I totally encourage you to do it, but it's just a matter of, you know, sitting down and learning. Right. Learning is so important. And then what we mentioned about working for free, if you can just, you know, intern for someone or shadow someone like Rose, who's already been doing this for so many years so that you can really learn how this works step by step yeah absolutely like you know I, I I met with or I spoke to a couple of weeks ago with someone who is wanting to get into uh, social media and so you know one of the first things I asked her was was why like why she thinks she is the best person to being a social media manager and she, and for restaurants she identified immediately that it was just restaurants so she knew who you know her her niche was but she and and she didn't really have prior experience but she knew enough about it because of her own experience in understanding what's involved with social media all the different pieces she was able to speak to the different parts of being a social media manager that would you know, really set her apart from just someone who says they can, you know, they can post content for a business. So yeah, I mean, and, and it was because she learned it inside and out on, on her own. That's, that's what you got to do. And it, it doesn't, it, it applies for everything you want to start. It's not a matter of just, you know, deciding that you want to do it. It is, you know, making that decision is so important, but it also needs to be complemented with your decision to continue learning the skills on a daily basis. And so I'm in forums, I'm, you know, uh, just doing simple Google searches, but really looking deeper into you know, exactly what it is that, you know, these female entrepreneurs, as they're, you know, as they have become these small business owners, what are their real challenges and problems with managing social media for their businesses? And so, you know, it's just, I, I'm constantly learning more and more about social media myself so that I can serve my client in the best way possible. I've been social media managing also on the side for a couple of years, so I can totally relate to everything that you're talking about. <laughs> yep, yep, it sounds so familiar, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the process of continuing to learn and 
and listening is so important, just listening to what's going on out there because at the end of the day, having a conversation with your ideal client requires for you to listen and speak. So you have to find that perfect balance right. of learning what their needs are before you can tell them what you can do for them. Right. And, you know, and one of the things that I discovered, Iris, which I am um, just a huge, huge proponent of now is networking. And, you know, as much as I love selling, presenting, um, you know, speaking with people, I was someone who just never really understood the power of networking. And I think it was because I was networking at the wrong type of events or with the wrong kind of people. Um, I started networking with groups that um, were like-minded people like myself, whether that was other social media experts or, you know, female entrepreneurs. And it has just really sort of increased or helped increase my knowledge as well of whether that's social media or the, you know, the market that I serve or just, you know, women in general and where we are in our journeys in life. And so, you know, one of the things that I would really recommend for, for anyone who's getting into this business is to just find your tribe and, you know, start networking and showing up at events when we can go back to, to, to events, but, you know, be in, in virtual um, webinars and meetings and uh, virtual networking events. There's a ton of groups that you can be in and participate in. Right. And, you know, and it's such a supportive community where you're getting ideas or you're even being then asked to present to the group because of your knowledge and expertise that you've been sharing with them. So um, it's a really powerful way of, you know, like, seeing your business thrive and helping your business thrive. Exactly. And just a note to that also, like Facebook groups are so powerful. You yep. can basically find anybody there. If you're showing up in those groups, it's just simply showing thought leadership. So, you know, that's how you present your expertise and that's how you set yourself apart in those groups because people start seeing you as someone who knows this craft inside and out and is a leader based on you know the 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 opinions that you're sharing the um you know your your insights on what the question is or um you know so you're able to people will start seeing you as a thought leader in the group versus anyone else who is just kind of there you know, commenting with a simple comment. So, um, you know, it's one of the things that I tend to do, particularly on LinkedIn. Um, you know, LinkedIn is actually a, a really sort of surprising social media platform um, that to me that I think is now offering a lot of social media managers the opportunity to find clients. Um, and to, you know, sort of set themselves apart. You, there's, a, there's um, you know, a number of groups and just simply by searching hashtags on social media where you can find posts on LinkedIn. And if you go in and comment and really show up as a thought leader, you're, you'll be surprised how many people will start coming to you and, you know, separately of of what you just did by commenting on someone's post. The 
um, what are the tools or maybe like resources you use every day to keep learning? Right. So, I mean, I, you know, I've got a number of things that I use, but I mean, in, in terms of resources, I mean, my top resources every day that I am reading and learning from social media today is one of the resources. Um, social media examiner is one that puts out so much content um, on all the different platforms and they do videos, they do um, articles. So I'm constantly going back and forth between the two. So social media today and social media um, examiner. And then later for Instagram, they've got a blog that I'm reading whatever it is they're posting and they're posting something every day pretty much. Um, so, you know, you're really, um, becoming an expert on, on Instagram through, through later and looking up. Um, and then there is Gary Vaynerchuk, who is an entrepreneur. The legend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I find so much value in his content because I just love his message is his, his message of kindness, um, you know, and gratitude because, yeah. you know, as a social media manager, I mean, you are, you're learning people's stories, you know, you're, you're learning their stories, how they became, you know, the, this successful business that they are. And you want, you're genuinely interested in that and you want to help them thrive on social media to, you know, to help their businesses. And you have to do this job with a level of gratitude and, and, and gratitude just makes you, you know, a, a, a better person, a kinder person. And, and I think that's why, you know, this has really resonated for me because I just enjoy getting to know people and I love their stories and I want to help them. And it's, it's just, I'm grateful for having their business and having the opportunity to do that. And so he, his message is, is much the same and it really resonates with me. And, you know, and he just gives just some great advice for, you know, whether it is a side hustle or whether you're, you know, just starting uh, your business or whether you're, you know, a 50 year old or 60 year old who, you know, is still sort of um, hung up on, you know, finding your purpose in life. He just doesn't put an age limit on anything. He doesn't, you know, say that you have to have years and years and years of experience. His message is just all about, you know, just showing, you know, gratitude, being grateful for what you have, putting in the work and, you know, and, and um, because you're grateful and you're kind, it, it will happen. And, and I've seen it happen multiple times. Then, you know, the last thing is just these networking events, again, that I, that I talked about, just really find your tribe and be, you know, be part of these, you know, these groups. Um, and it, you never know what's going to come out of that. Um, you know, you're sharing your expertise. I mean, don't go into it with wanting to find business. Go, in, go into it with, you know, being... I like to say hashtag women supporting women. It's all about support and, you know, showing leadership that way. And people really value that. And you're ultimately setting yourself up for someone that they will remember. And when it does come time to potentially have a business opportunity, um, they'll think of you first. Well, like they say, your network is your net worth. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Exactly. And so with that said, <laughs> um, can you 
tell me the top three things that you wish you knew at the beginning of this journey. Oh, yes. I love that question. The most important one, I think, first is that there are so many people in your position who, you know, who started out just like you did. Um, so don't be afraid to talk to those people. You know, don't be afraid to reach out to, you know, to people that you know, um, you know, go to these networking events to, you know, and just say what it is that you're, you're needing help on. Um, it's okay to say that, you know, you'd love some advice, you love some guidance, um, because especially women, women are always wanting to help, will always want to help support you because, you know, because we've been there. Um, one of the other things is that I would, you know, make the investment in maybe even hiring a coach um, to help you, you know, get your business off the ground. And, you know, there's a number of coaches out there who have this, this, you know, this expertise of helping you take that, that leap from your nine to five or, you know, and, and your, and, or to start creating your side hustle so that you can ultimately take that leap from your nine to five and, and turn it into a business. So yeah, those are really the two biggest things that, you know, that I would say in terms of, um, you know, what I, if I had known this at the beginning of my journey, what, you know, what I would have done. There you have it, guys. That was Rose Mills giving us an amazing insight of what it looks like to be a social media manager. I really, really hope you enjoyed the episode today. What did you think? By the way, if you guys are interested in learning more about Rose, her Instagram handle is Rose Mills Influencer. I will leave it in the description of the podcast episode. So definitely check out the notes if you want to learn more about her. On that note also, I want to remind you that I have a current offer for my ebook that I wrote that teaches you everything you need to know about how to start your own side hustle from scratch. You can find it in www.skillsatsaleacademy.com slash ebook. And I will also be linking that in the show notes. So definitely check them out. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram if you haven't yet. My handle is at heyshalef. I am super active on the platform and I'm always responding to you guys and sharing very helpful tips and tricks. So definitely let's connect there and I can't wait to see you in my next episode. Until then, take care and bye-bye.